Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. I'm also the host of Destination Retirement that you are listening to today. A couple things on Kuhn Capital Partners. If you're um, if this is the first time that you've listened to us, welcome. If you're a returning listener, uh, welcome back. If you're catching it on the podcast, that's awesome as well. Kuhn Capital Partners, we are a registered investment advisory firm. Uh, we do provide uh, high quality investment manager due diligence, asset allocation, portfolio construction, income planning, income forecasting, retirement plan. Uh, management. I think our job is to help investors achieve their goals, uh, no matter what those goals are. Kuhn Capital Partners, we do adhere to a multi-class uh, investment approach. We believe that you need to be diversified, uh, innovative, and active management is how we create portfolios. We do specialize in uh, providing investors of all sizes, which we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, with expertise and opportunities across a full spectrum of both public and private markets. So a lot to get to. Uh, Obviously, the market's doing really well this year. One fascinating statistic that I want to make sure we uh, touch on today uh, had uh, as of June 1st, if uh, so, yes, it's a little dated, but I haven't seen the updated uh, numbers. I'm sure they're out there, but I haven't seen them. But as of June 1st, if you take out the top seven stocks of the S&P 500, uh, the S&P was flat. So it's a very interesting time in the market. I think it's a, uh, you know, uh, you look at what's going on in the market. Certainly rallies are rallies, gains are gains, no matter how you get them, they're great. Um, But we have to take a step back and we have to look at what is ultimately uh, pushing the market higher. So uh, people think they're diversified, uh, as you know, uh, but if you had taken uh, just the top seven stocks out of the S&P 500, you are actually flat for the year. So diversification, uh, I don't want to say it ever hurts anybody, but we just look at diversification certainly different than most. Uh, so it's uh, it's a challenge. But listen, uh, I'm happy. Uh, we like to see uh, the markets go up, especially uh, when we had years like last year. Obviously, it was challenging, and we're going to talk about that uh, as well on this show. So a couple of things I want to get to on who we work with. So Kuhn Capital Partners, uh, you know, yes, we give our 30,000-foot elevator pitch at the uh, top of each segment. It, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we think we, you know, our income labs, our diversification, our access to strategies, our belief in protection, growth, opportunistic growth and uh, cash flow type strategies it it's we think it serves investors well um 
you know, who do we work with? We had uh, a listener uh, come in who became a new client this uh, past week. And, you know, he didn't know what to expect in reaching out. He didn't know what to expect in uh, who we work with. And our belief is that everybody needs help. Um, you know, we think that you, you need to have $100,000 of investable assets, whether that's in your 401k or whether that's just investable assets for us to add uh, meaningful amounts of value. Um, again, we'll advise on anybody because that's our goal. Our goal is to help. Um, so for every client that has a hundred thousand dollars, you know, there's a client that has a half a million or 3 million or 5 million or, you know, 10, 15, $20 million net worths. So it's very important that you know that if you choose to reach out to us at 630-492-1912, you're going to get you know, the same intellectual uh, capital, uh, the same planning, the same uh, access to, uh, you know, just kind of our income labs when it comes to retirement income planning, uh, if you have $100,000 or if you have $5 million. And so I wanted to make sure that we uh, talked about that on the show, because there are a lot of advisors that if you don't have a million dollars or more, um, they're not going to work with you or a half a million or 5 million. And the reality is, just because they may have a minimum, that does not make them a good advisor. That doesn't make them a bad advisor. Uh, it just means that for whatever reason, they believe that those people are where they want to focus their time and their efforts. And, you know, if we take, you know, a step back and, and we look at it selfishly, and, and if we just look at kind of us as advisors, at least being a, a registered investment advisor, I mean, we are our own firm. And yes, we custody our clients' uh, assets at Charles Schwab or Fidelity or TD Ameritrade. I mean, all, most of the big custodians is, is where our clients establish accounts, and then we're simply the advisor on the account. Um, but we have decided that we want to help everyone, and it served us well because we don't want to come off as you know, somebody that if, if, if you haven't achieved a certain level of success in your life, that, that we're not going to help you. And so I just wanted to make sure we got that point out um, because we probably don't talk enough about that uh, on the radio show. And, and, you know, my belief is if you're not working with somebody that's independent uh, in a registered investment advisory firm, you're, you're really missing out. You're missing out on access to strategies. You're missing out on having uh, a real client focused, uh, centered uh, firm that doesn't need to have, you know, a thousand clients or five thousand clients. I mean, if you are a registered investment advisory firm and you're independent and you're using one of the main custodians, um, there's a good chance that you may have 100 clients or 300 clients. So you're just not a number. And and so, again, we're here to help. 630-492-1912. So any investment related questions, please reach out and schedule your complimentary call and, and let's have a conversation. Uh, with the market run. Uh, so obviously last year, you know, the markets were down and they were down, you know, relatively uh, significantly, um, you know, throughout the year. It was a very crazy year. Um, it, it was a very frustrating year. It was a very challenging year for many uh, individuals and many investment advisors. Uh, you know, it, it's going to happen. Um, you know, I've been in the business, you know, since the mid to, well, really the mid nineties. And this is one of the more uh, challenging periods, not necessarily because 
of of performance, it, it's just there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of unknowns as far as uh, where the market is going, where the world is going. And that makes it obviously very challenging when you're trying to provide uh, financial advice. So when we look at portfolio construction and we look at making sure that um, you have a portfolio that, again, our focus is uh, we think you need to have, you know, four distinct strategies inside of one single portfolio, uh, you know, obviously protection and, and obviously growth and, and some opportunistic growth and and then certainly some strategies that are cash flowing type strategies. We believe that that's diversified. And, you know, a lot of people lost a lot of money last year in fixed income. And what we have seen are many investors that um, started plans, started portfolios in 2000, or not 2000, but uh, 2022 or late 2021. And they, uh, with managers that had great historical performance, strategies that have had great historical performance, and they had a bad year last year. And what a lot of investors have done, and we see it kind of over and over again, is they, you know, this year when, you know, the markets were doing what the markets have done, they, they started to come back slightly. And then they decided that, you know what, somebody has a better pitch or somebody has a better story or somebody's showing me better funds or, you know, better performance. And what do they do? And well, they sell and they say, you know what, we're going to go in a different direction because anytime an advisor is trying to court you as a client, they're generally going to try to tell you what you're doing is wrong. And so in years like last year, when people lost money, they inevitably say, you know what, we're going to go in a different direction. And then this year, in many instances, not all, but many instances, They've already recouped whatever loss that they had last year and they're above and beyond, you know, where they started with. But they didn't have the discipline to recognize that, you know what, it's not the manager, it's not the strategy necessarily. It was really the market. And then they had somebody chirping in their ear that, you know, we can do better, we can do better, this performance is better, that manager's better, you're taking on too much of this, too much of that all just to get a client and inevitably who gets hurt? Well, the person that gets hurt is the investor. Yes. The advisor gets a new client that, you know, fantastic. I think that's what they were set out to, to try to do in the first place is, and, and we just don't want to look at investing that way. I think when we are looking and talking with somebody about their current portfolio, it's not necessarily, Hey, what you're doing is wrong. We don't want to, you know, just come out out of hand and say what you're doing is wrong no matter what, even if it's not. I mean, I think when people reach out to us, they have a level of uncertainty. They have a level of uncertainty when it comes to cash flow planning or retirement income planning or, you know, if the markets do go down 15 to 20 percent, you know, how could their portfolio Um, you know, whether that or they're getting to a different stage in life and it's not necessarily all about growth anymore. It's about making sure that, you know, in five years and seven years and 10 years when they uh, really, you know, are getting ready to retire or if you're in retirement, that they can sustain the lifestyle that uh, they've become accustomed to, to living. And so I think when people reach out to us, we want to make sure that first, you know, what do you think you have? And, and I think that's so important and so critical. Uh, I don't think, 
you know, very many people don't think that what they have is bad. I think most people think that what they have is good or else, you know, why would you stay in that type of a strategy? But, you know, inevitably when we ask, you know, when someone calls us, you know, 630-492-1912, you can get with Paige, you know, we set up an appointment and, and generally that's either in office or a Zoom or just a phone call. It, it really is irrelevant to us uh, how you want to, um, you know, have that first introductory conversation, but it's really just to get to know you conversation. What are you doing? What do you like? What don't you like? What do you think you have? What are your concerns? What's your goals? What's your objectives? Why are we even talking? And then we'll certainly share with you what we do and, and how what we think we do is, is significantly different uh, on the planning side and also on the investment side, whether it's growth or protection or a combination of the two. And then we're going to ask you to complete a, a risk assessment. And that risk assessment doesn't take much time at all. But the very first thing we're going to do is compare that risk assessment versus your current portfolio. That to me is a great place to start because I think a lot of people have had, um, you know, just kind of a misconception of how they're invested in, in, in the reality of their investments. And, and there's no better example than last year when fixed income was down 13 to 30%, you know, and people lost a lot of money in the equities and they also lost a lot of money in the fixed income space. And, and, and they kind of have this, what gives, so that's what we're trying to do right now, especially in through summer, uh, is really trying to help people look at what they have right now and, and making sure that the markets have recovered, they have rebounded significantly. And I think there's a lot of investors that may now want to put a floor in on some of their gains and, and they don't want to give those gains back because, you know, the Fed came out this week and they said, you know, inflation is certainly, um, still too high. Uh, it's much stickier than they thought. Uh, and they're going to have to continue to, to look at raising rates and, and wall street, I think continues to think that that's not the case. But when we see these types of gains and we see people who lost a lot of money last year, you're kind of getting a redo of looking at, okay, maybe now is the time to, um, you know, relook at my portfolio, relook at the asset allocation, uh, relook at the risk management strategies that we have in place. And maybe now we want to uh, just really do a thorough analysis of, you know, what we have. And, and I think that's what we're spending at least the last few weeks. We've been spending a lot of time on that with individuals. And so if, if that's you and if you're in that kind of bucket and or, or that arena, uh, great way to, you know, obviously reach out, uh, give us a call 630-492-1912. Page will set uh, some time for us to, to have that initial conversation 630-492-1912. So uh, that's, uh, you know, something we want to spend some time on, you know, going over uh, the summer. So we're up against a break and uh, more after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800 800- 674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name.
back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the host and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're a registered investment advisory firm. And yes, we are a fiduciary. Uh, If this is your first time, welcome. Hopefully you're going to realize really quickly that we are all about education and uh, making sure that uh, we educate investors on opportunities, on different investment strategies, no matter what a name is. I think there's a pro and a con to pretty much everything that we invest in. And uh, uh, we are a fiduciary, and, and so that certainly uh, helps. So if you uh, are listening to the podcast, uh, great. Thank you. If you could send that on to anybody that you believe needs to hear the story, we would love and be very, very happy and grateful for that. So the uh, one big request that I get often is is to talk about strategies that have a hedge or some sort of a protection or what am I supposed to do right now, you know, given what and where, you know, the market is. And so what most individuals don't realize is that there are strategies that uh, can protect against the downside and strategies that you're not just relying upon, you know, an investment advisor to, you know, uh, say, well, we're managing risk through diversification. And I, again, I can't tell you how many people I've talked with that, you know, their, their portfolio is nothing more than a asset allocated portfolio. That's going to simply track the market up, track the market down, and you're paying a fee for that right to do that. And, and ultimately you're telling yourself right there that you're going to underperform the market. And, I'm not one to tell anybody what to do with their own money, certainly. But if that's how you feel, then why not just do that on your own and, and ultimately save that money? And uh, but there are strategies that, you know, when we look at kind of our protection bucket, which we often talk about um, that you want to invest in or at least consider, especially, you know, in this market. And and so I've been asked often you know, what are those strategies and, and can you talk about them on the radio? And I want to preface this by saying anytime I talk about specific strategies, I'm not providing investment advice because it may be a super aggressive or it may be ultra conservative, uh, just simply depending upon, you know, your situation and, and what you're trying to accomplish. So know that right off the bat, that it's not investment advice. It it purely is for educational purposes. And I want to give you some examples because, again, our job is to make sure that we're providing actionable ideas, no matter if you work with us or if you don't work with us. I think, you know, that's the job of somebody that's, you know, doing a radio show or providing, you know, investment advice uh, is to try to better everybody's, you know, individual situation, whether that's with us or not with us. I think if we can continue to lead with that mentality, ultimately, you know, we certainly get our fair share of clients. Uh, and, and that's great with, with us. So 630-492-1912. If you want to uh, get with Paige this week, 630-492-1912 to go over uh, anything that uh, you hear on the show or any of your financial questions. So when you, you know, we had a, a client before I get to kind of some of the risk mitigation strategies, you know, we had a, an investor come in and, and he became a client. And I've started to tell people that if you fully grasp, unless you do this full time, 
Okay, or this is a hobby that you know what structured notes are, or you know how they hedge annuities, or you know how they hedge stru- you know structured notes, or you're very proficient in the option space. Um, I mean, you may be that, and, and this may be a hobby of yours, but if you fully grasp the strategies that you are utilizing, there's a good chance, again, the majority, you may not be that one because you have an expert knowledge of when it comes to investing, but the majority of people, you you really have a strategy that is going to do nothing but track the market up and down because everybody understands, you know, what a stock is, whether it's an ETF or a mutual fund. Um, you know, bonds are equally as simplistic, but, you know, people have kind of, you know, don't have a really good grasp a lot of times on, on fixed income. But if you are working with an advisor or you meet with an advisor, you're interviewing a new advisor to potentially, you know, turn over your money to, and you can fully grasp that strategy, there's probably a good chance that that's not the strategy you want to work with. Uh, because when you look at some of the strategies that are much more com- uh, complex and strategies that have some sort of built-in downside protection, they take a lot of understanding. And, and some people just never fully understand it. And, and, and obviously, that's perfectly fine. That's why you want to hire a- an advisor. But when we get to the kind of risk mitigation strategies, what we're doing a lot of, you have, um, you know, when you look at kind of the bank notes and, and you look at, you know, for that protection bucket of money, because as I have said over and over again, we believe that to be diversified, you have to have four strategies inside a single portfolio. You have to have protection, growth, opportunistic growth, and then cash flow strategies. Strategies that are going to pay cash flow. And, and it's funny because the more wealth or the more money someone has, they tend to look at the two strategies on each end of it, the protection strategy and the cash flow strategy, because those are strategies that you can kind of define uh, what your downside is going to be. But those that don't have the means that many people do uh, that look at those two strategies, they want to look at growth and they want to look at opportunistic growth. Well, the reality is we have to have all. Okay. So in the protection bucket, what we're using uh, currently is the uh, banknotes, short-term banknotes. And they're offered by uh, all most of the big banks. We're going to use, you know, generally banks that, you know, are the top four or five banks in the world. Um, you know, JP Morgan, Citigroup, Bank America, Morgan Stanley, UBS. I mean, you get the point that if things are going wrong with those banks, then there's going to be issues because it's a debt instrument. It's a bond of the bank. And so it's not FDIC insured and there is risk. And there's, you know, in theory, you could lose all of your money uh, if a bank is no longer. But if you're worried about the credit risk, you know, of a JP Morgan, then, you know, you probably shouldn't be invested in the market in any way. But when you look at, you know, an overall portfolio, would you invest in something that you could make, say, 9% uh, coupon a year with 30% downside protection, meaning you're not losing any money until the market at a future date is down 30%? What's that worth to you? Is it worth, you know, would you invest in it if it paid 9% or 10 or 11? And currently we're seeing, you know, kind of that 10 to 12% range with a meaningful downside protection. So a couple things there is yes, you're foregoing the crazy upside. All right. I mean, because whatever the gain is that that's your max gain. And, and 
again, this is the protection bucket. Okay. This isn't, you know, look at this as a bond alternative and that's not affected by interest rates. So, you know, would you invest in something that had, you know, going into it that had clear defined, you're going to get this if the markets don't do that. And so, you know, we're in that kind of 10 to 12% range paying, uh, you know, with 30 to 40% downside protection. That's really appealing for some money. That's really appealing for people who, you know, want a short-term strategy of one to three years. They want to lock in some of the gains and still get better than money market rates. Uh, Again, this is an investment advice because it may be ultra aggressive for you or ultra conservative. It all depends upon, you know, your, your, your goals, your objectives, but that's what we're seeing out there. And so that's one strategy. Another strategy is uh, another short-term bank note. Again, you know, 13 to 15 month bank note that has a cap on the gain. So let's say 15% on the S and P, but you also get, if the S and P drops 10, you get the inverse of that. So if the S&P is down five, you get positive five. If it's down 10, you get positive 10. Think about that. Inevitably, everybody's going to say, no way, can't happen, too good to be true. Well, it's a contract from a bank and it's all priced in at, 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 uh, uh, at inception through options in ways that you and I simply can't do. Even somebody with $100 million couldn't do. So, you know, there we did one last week. Well, we looked at one last week. We haven't actually uh, pulled the trigger on this one yet, but it was paying 15% uh, cap. It was a 15 month note. So 15% cap on the, no, actually 17 and a half percent cap on the upside. So, you know, over the next 15 months, your max gain is zero to 17 and a half based upon whatever the S and P 500 does. S and P does five, you get five, 10, you get 10, 17 and a half, you get 17 and a half. If it does 20, you only get 17 and a half. So, uh, but on the downside, this is where it was really interesting. It had a uh, 15% absolute return buffer. And so what that meant was if the S&P in 15 months is down zero to 15%, you actually got the inverse of that. So if it was down 15, you got positive 15. The S&P was down seven, you got positive seven. I get it. People think it's too good to be true. It's not. Um, If the S&P was down more than 15, that's when you started to lose money. So if the S&P was down 17, you were only down two. So your zero was negative 15%. So this, most people would have no interest in sharing on the radio because it's confusing, right? But here's the deal. There are strategies out there that if you put a defined upside and you can still make money on the downside to a certain cap, and then you can get a buffer after that, these are strategies that a lot of people are currently locking in a lot of the gains that we've had this year because nobody knows these gains could disappear. As I mentioned in segment one, you're looking at, you know, seven stocks that or 10 stocks that are driving the bulk of the return of the S and P 500. So if you're looking to protect some money, those are a couple options. 630-492-1912-630-492-1912. And then you also have the insurance offerings. And so the, you know, those are kind of the bank's you know, the bank notes. And again, they all, they come in all different shapes and sizes. Um, but you know, those are things that again, we want to have conversations with. We're going to that next level of allowing investors to define their risk where the bulk of investment advisors just simply aren't doing that. 
and why it's because it's confusing and it takes one or two or three or four or five or six calls or meetings or zoom meetings. And we're okay with that because, uh, that's just our job. And this isn't a small market. I mean, it's a trillion dollar market. It's just not mass marketed. So, you know, certainly the short-term bank notes, you know, let's have uh, some conversations on uh, this week on the insurance company offerings. Um, they're phenomenal for, again, some of money if you're trying to get principal protection with the possibility of growth. And what we're seeing in that space, uh, current crazy pricing, and it much easier to understand, a little longer in duration, um, but you can get up to currently uh, 15% cap on the S&P 500 with zero downside. And your gains are locked in every year. So that, again, is really appealing to some people who want to protect. They want, um, you know, but they want that certainty for some of your protection money that you know that you can't lose money. It's it's backed by the issuing company. So I want to be clear. It's not FDIC insured uh, backed by the issuing company. But, you know, generally, you know, the top banks, top insurance companies, I think their credit is, is, is really strong, obviously, or else we wouldn't be doing it. Um, but when you can look at somebody and say, listen, for your safe money or to lock in some of the gains that you've got currently, and we don't want to give those back, um, would you be okay with knowing um, that you can't lose money. And the trade-off for that is your cap, your max gain is capped at 15% of the S&P 500. Would, is that appealing to you? Uh, there's a ton of people out there that want that. Uh, might not be for everybody, but again, there are just a lot of people that want that level of certainty for some of their money. So whether it's the banks or whether it's the insurance companies, there's pros and cons to both. Um, I don't care what names are, an index annuity, so what? It's not an annuity like you knew of, a structured note as a bank offering. Um, you know, you probably have no idea what ultimately that is. Um, so it's our job to explain it. Uh, but it's for those people who, you know, have said, okay, for some money, uh, I'm okay with making, you know, X percent. And, th- and those are the investments that we, we want to have conversations with. So if you want to have that conversation, get with Paige this week, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. After the break, we're going to talk about taxes. Everybody loves them. Uh, let's try to minimize them. Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique, and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. Okay, welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the founder and president of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. Hopefully you've listened to our podcast in the past. If, uh, well, radio show, which we do podcast at KUHNCP.com. If this is your first time, welcome. And uh, a couple ways to get in touch with myself. You can call Paige and set a introductory call up this week. 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Uh, we as a firm made a capital investment in some very, very cool 
uh, income planning software. I uh, talked a lot about it last week. And for those out there that don't have a written income plan, a written income maximization plan, a tax mitigation plan, uh, again, if you have $100,000 to $10 million, it, it we find value here. Um, so it is complimentary uh, for you. Uh, we absorb that cost and, and we offer it to uh, everybody. It's one of the best planning tools that I've seen. Uh, and I've been in the business oh, a long time. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Set some time up with Paige. And, um, you know, we can certainly uh, have, a, have that conversation. So gone over, you know, a lot of, of downside management and, you know, uh, strategies. And I know I talked about some of the short-term bank notes last segment, and we got into the weeds a little bit when it comes to how, you know, you can make money even when the markets are down. Uh, I really encourage you, if that is something that appeals to you, let's, let's have an educational call. Um, you know, most people don't realize that there are defined strategies that, you know, if the S&P is down, say, from zero to 15 percent, you get the inverse of that. So the S&P is down 15, you get positive 15. Uh, you know, those strategies exist. And I just want to make sure that, you know, generally I would never talk about them on the radio because they're very confusing. But again, we're going to stick with our, our goal of, of bringing, you know, strategies that just the main street our mainstream financial advisors, uh, just simply don't do and, and, and don't have, uh, many don't even have access to those types of strategies, but, you know, through our affiliations with, um, you know, those that we, uh, custody our clients assets with, you know, we have those, those affiliations, uh, established and, and we can talk about those strategies, especially after, you know, the markets, you know, what happened and last year, and many people have recouped a lot of money. Uh, the Fed, again, we talked a little bit about it, but we didn't really dive deep into it this uh, this segment or, or this radio show. But <clears throat> it's a very interesting dynamic that, that we face currently. Uh, Wall Street doesn't believe the Fed. The Fed says they're going to raise potentially, you know, rates are back on the table for, you know, you know, future rate hikes. And Wall Street simply doesn't believe it. But, you know, what happens if they actually do what they say they're going to do? And, you know, the markets, you know, go down dramatically. And, and so we want to make sure that I think, you know, our job as advisors is bringing you those types of strategies that can, you know, really have a defined strategy where we can make money sometimes, even if the markets go down. So I want to go over cash flow strategies and obviously taxes. Um, there's a lot, you know, when we look at investments that cash flow, if you're working with a major bank or a major, major brokerage firm, um, there's a good chance that you don't have access or you have very limited access to private investments that generally pay, you know, substantial, uh, dividend or coupon or distribution. I mean, they're all over the board, but you know, strategies that can pay you money and in cash flow. And, and as I mentioned earlier, the more money one has, generally, the more concerned they are about protection and cash flow. You know, they want to focus on the strategies. And I think it's because they recognize the fact that it takes a lot of gains to overcome losses. And so when you look at the cash flow strategies, you know, and, and you look at the tax reduction strategies, um, especially where the market is currently, you know, everybody obviously gravitates towards real estate. And there's a ton of real estate. And we love real estate. Absolutely love real estate. 
Uh, there's a lot of real estate strategies out there. And the, what we see is when you go to many of the offerings out there, you're investing in one property or one multifamily apartment community. And it may be huge. It may be a, you know, a gigantic community, but it's only one. And, you know, obviously, well, not obviously, it may not be obvious to you, but a lot of people are staying away from uh, commercial in, in office space. Um, but I see so many people in the investment space who want an alternative that's not, you know, some sort of a return or investment that's not return, you know, that's not uh, dependent upon the stock or bond market. They're going to go inevitably into real estate. And I think there are two really good real estate investments. First off, I think the best is if you can do it on your own. Um, If you can own an apartment building, if you can own multifamily uh, in some form or fashion, or if you can do single family rentals. Um, I think that's ultimately where the best cash flow may be. Now, that's prohibitive for many people, and many people can't do that. Uh, but that's generally what I like to look at and I prefer. Now, here in Illinois, it's a challenge. It, it's a challenge, you know, just it's not a very, um, you know, landlord friendly state, as we all know. So, um, but I do love real estate, and I like that, you know, first thing I want to make sure that people look at is can you do it on your own? Um, Second is I want to look at a fund of funds type strategy, a strategy that doesn't have to invest in only a single property or a single multifamily uh, community or apartment, you know, building in that you're going to live and die with just a single property. And I see so much money going into those because they're all over the place and and they all look phenomenal uh, when you get the pitch deck and the PowerPoint and the brochures and you look at the pro formas. I mean, nobody would do it if the pro formas, you know, were negative. Um, So everything looks really, really rosy. And so if you're considering anything in the real estate space, we need to have a conversation. 630-492-1912-630-492-1912 because I want to when I look at the money flows and I look at how much money is going into to real estate, generally, you know, if it's a one to two year strategy, that's kind of a red flag in our opinion, uh, because if they're still raising money and they're, they're promising an exit, you know, within a year or two, it's something we certainly have to dive much deeper in to. And we have to look at why that is, because that's contrary to generally what we see out there. Uh, but when you're looking at a real estate investment, you're probably looking at, you know, anywhere from a three to seven year time period. And it's all about cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. And when you are looking at a single deal, which are thousands of them out there, like I said, you're really, I think, at a significant disadvantage um, because you're going to live and die with that, you know, that one deal. Um, If you look at a fund of funds approach that has kept expenses in check, uh, because, you know, in that, you know, investment, uh, I mean, expenses are just less that's going to you. But a fund of funds approach, it's going to open up your real estate holdings to diversification, meaning um, the fund can invest in multiple funds, multiple deals. And there may be a great one in South Dakota. There may be a great one in Arkansas. There may be a great one somewhere in the Sun Belt. There may be a great one, you know, just all over the place. And when you can spread your risk out, I don't necessarily think you're, you're losing on the upside. I just think you're minimizing 
uh, on the downside. And so anybody who's, you know, has any interest in real estate, um, you know, we should have a conversation about that and, and go over what we're seeing out there and kind of what uh, cash flow yields are and how long you have to invest in. Uh, certain strategies, but I really encourage you to look more at a fund to funds approach in real estate. Now, when it comes to hedge funds or other strategies, you know, a fund to funds is probably, you know, not something that we would, we would encourage investors to look at. But when it comes to real estate, I just think the benefits far outweigh the, uh, you know, the, the, the potential drawback. So, if you've ever thought about getting into real estate or if you own real estate holdings or if that's something that you continuously look at or or being shown, you know, individual strategies, again, give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And let's talk about the benefits of a fund to fund strategy because, uh, you know, real estate's great. I mean, I've, I've seen a tremendous amount of wealth be created in real estate. It's just, you have to be very selective right now, given what prices have done, um, given, you know, where interest rates are certainly, and you're just going into one single property. Um, I think you're going to be better off looking at a strategy that may start with one, but can also, you know, add to it. And, uh, so that's kind of, you know, what I, what I think there when it comes to real estate. Uh, and, and, and again, I think that really, you know, that's kind of the cash flow bucket of, of an investment portfolio. When it comes to, you know, something other than real estate, um, there are just great strategies out there and a uh, strategy that we've been utilizing, um, is in the energy infrastructure space. It's paying, um, 10% with, uh, another royalty that is, you know, may get you up to 13% a year and provide significant tax benefits to the tune of, you know, per $100,000 invested, you may be able to uh, reduce your taxable income by 50,000 or 60,000. And it still, you know, pays those distributions, uh, irregardless of what's going on in the stock or bond market. Again, it, it, everything I talk about on the radio show, it, I don't want to provide individual investment advice because either, or any of the strategies, even if it's a CD that I talk about, it could be wildly inappropriate, you know, for you based upon, you know, your goals, your objectives, your risk tolerance. So I want to make sure that I continuously reiterate that. But if you've sold a business or you've sold some real estate, or if you're just looking to um, reduce your taxable income in some form or fashion and, and still invest in a strategy that has, you know, meaningful cash flow. Um, you know, there, there are strategies out there and, you know, strategies that, that we just have to have conversations about. Again, um, you know, our job isn't to just talk plain Jane generic investments because those generally just track the market up, track the market down. There's a reason why when you look at endowments and pension funds and institutional type money that they have the diversification that they do. And it's so shocking to me. You know, you look at their asset allocation, you know, Harvard or Yale or, you know, just endowment and institutional type money. And then you compare it to just, you know, the investor who has a hundred thousand to $5 million and there's such a difference. And generally I think a case can be made that hundred thousand dollar investor to $5 million investor, they have a much, um, you know, their risk tolerance is, is, and their ability to sustain losses 
is nowhere near what the institutions and the endowment and the pension fund money is, but yet the endowment and pension fund money is invested in, in such a fashion that, you know, they're defining in a lot of instances what their returns are going to be. So, you know, again, when we look at kind of cash flow type strategies, which is what this segment has become, uh, real estate, you know, rather than going into one deal, why don't we look at a fund of funds that can have multiple uh, offerings in a single fund? I, I just don't see the the downside to that. Um, I think, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's just diversification, especially in real estate. You know, right now we, we have to have it. And I see far too many people, you know, go into single deals. Um, and then if you, you know, don't want to do real estate, but you want something that has, you know, significant tax benefits and, and, you know, very, very strong distributions in the energy infrastructure space, you know, those investments are, are out there as well. So that being said, um, you know, this is kind of our cash flow segment. I don't generally get into a whole lot of that, but um, I like to know what I'm getting paid and I like to reduce my taxes. So if that's you, give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912 and set up a call with Paige and we'll have that introductory meeting next week. More after the break. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a fiduciary. Everything we do is to make sure that we're educating you to really just make money. Isn't that the job of an advisor in its simplest form is to bring innovative strategies that can allow you to make money? Um, so if this is your first time, welcome. Hopefully you'll you'll get the sense that we lead with education. Sometimes we talk about complicated topics. Sometimes we talk about things that you think are just absolutely not possible. And, um, you know, hedging is, is, is a wonderful thing. And especially when you're utilizing a bank uh, or an insurance company, uh, they can offer strategies that uh, you and I can't replicate. So you want to have a conversation on anything I talked about on this show? Certainly, we would love to do that. Uh, 630-492-1912. 630-492-1912. Give Paige a call. She'll set some time up for us to have that introductory call. It's generally just to get to know you and uh, learn a little bit more about what you're doing uh, here with, uh, you know, more about what we do. And if there's a match there and we can help you, then uh, we're certainly going to uh, to do all we can to, to educate you on you know, making sure that your goals and objectives ultimately can be met with the most amount of certainty and the least amount of risk. So I think that's the job of an advisor. Uh, We haven't talked a whole lot about it, but if you have listened to the show, we talked a little bit about it earlier. Uh, Our our income labs uh, software we think is phenomenal for those that 
uh, want to check up or want to maximize uh, or want to know what their income in retirement or if you're in retirement, if you can take more. Um, you know, it's just fantastic. We made a capital investment to, to do that and provide that to all of our clients and certainly those, uh, who listen to the radio show. So if you have any interest in that as well, uh, let's have a conversation 630-492-1912 and we can go over what it is and what it's not, but it's one of the really, truly one of the most uh, innovative softwares that I have seen because when it comes to financial planning, there's, there's two major things. I think most or investment advice, or you're working with somebody, two major things that I think are so overlooked. Number one is tax mitigation. I'm talking strategies that give you the ability to drastically reduce your taxable income. If you're with a big bank or a big brokerage firm, I, I already know right off the gate, right out of the gate that you're at a loss because those don't, those strategies simply aren't offered there. And then when it comes to income planning, everybody's using stale data and everybody's using just, you know, data that is, you know, was, uh, I would consider cutting edge 15, 20, 30 years ago. And we believe that when it comes to retirement income planning, it needs to be a much more dynamic approach. When can I take more money? What has to happen? Can I visually see where my portfolio has to be so we can actually take more money? And on the reverse side, you know, when do we have to, um, you know, budget and when do we have to take less? I mean, if we're in a, you know, a period where there's no growth or little growth, or we see big dips in the market, which are all possible, um, that, you know, you have to know that when you have to take less. And so I think when we see kind of that buffered approach or that barrier approach, whether it's upper uh, or lower, I have found it to be very dynamic and I think it's cutting edge. And I think what we're going to allow people to do is to take more um, income than you might um, have thought that you could take or you're currently taking. So uh, I love the software. I think it's it's very unique, very cutting edge. 630-492-1912. If you have any income related questions, how much I could take, what can I take if you're in or you're nearing retirement, uh, let's have a conversation. So you know, a lot of people we had, a, you know, obviously the debt ceiling in, in the resolution um, doesn't remove recession risk. And it was pretty much a foregone conclusion that they were going to fix it. They were going to come to an agreement. And of course they did. And, and, and that's good. But it wasn't without a lot of political back and forth. And now a lot of people are thinking, well, does, does that remove recession from the table? And recession isn't a bad word. I mean, it, you know, I don't, goodness, it, 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 we're kind of getting back into, you know, the, the 2000s where, um, you know, if you're not up 15, 20, 30 percent, you know, we're doing something wrong. And, and if you weren't with us earlier in the show, um, I, I mentioned as of June 1st, if you remove the top seven performing stocks of the S&P 500, so 493 other stocks, the return was actually flat to slightly up for the year. So there's, you know, certainly a lot of concentration risk. And I think, you know, the debt ceiling is, is certainly something that, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about. Um, but I think, you know, the government doing what they had to do, I certainly think it removed one of the biggest risks was it, which was its credit rating. Um, but I don't think that removes the possibility for a recession. And so, you know, when we look at what I would do today, if I was an investor, I would make sure 
that I knew that a bucket of my money had some sort of hedge against it or would protect if the market went down. Or like I mentioned earlier with some of the dual directional notes that you could actually, there are some strategies that you could make money um, up to a certain point if the market was down. With that being said, you know, our belief, our core belief is protection, growth, opportunistic growth, and then cash flow. I know we spent a lot of time on the protection and the cash flow strategies this week. Uh, we generally don't talk a whole lot about real estate, but I see so much money flooding to real estate that I just want to reiterate again, if you want to add some real estate holdings or real estate, you want to build a real estate portfolio, or you just want some money invested in real estate, generally the offerings out there are multifamily, um, which are great or they could not be. And so I think one of the things that we want to make sure that we got across this show is the benefit of a fund of funds offering, meaning um, there are funds out there that you can invest in that are going to spread the risk amongst several properties. A lot of them start with one property, but inevitably, you know, their goal is to uh, get it up to three properties, four properties, five properties. And I think what that will do for you is potentially reduce risk. So if you have real estate holdings currently, if you're looking at vetting deals, um, if you are being shown you know, a property, uh, a direct investment in a single property. Um, let's have a conversation this week or next. Uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. And, and, and let's really dive deep into, um, you know, how you can reduce that risk and, and still maybe even increase, you know, the returns that uh, you're being shown. Because if you go into a fund to fund structure, generally, um, the economics of the fund might be better for you than directly investing because those fund of funds generally are putting larger dollar quantities in a single fund. Uh, and so they may get, you know, uh, better economics than something you could get if you're, you know, writing a 50, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar check. So, uh, with that being said, I want to, uh, wish everybody just, uh, a great week. I hope everybody has had, uh, so far a good summer. Um, and any investment related questions that you have, whether it's 401k management or how should I invest my 401k or you have any, you know, investment related questions with your current portfolio, financial planning, tax mitigation, income maximization, give Paige a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. She'll set a time for us to talk this week. More next week. Thank you for listening to Destination Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. Call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com. This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. 
Cocoon Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Coon Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Coon Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.